The information in this skill is provided for informational and educational purposes only. Welcome, and thank you for listening to the Multiple Sclerosis Flash Briefings. When your relapsing multiple sclerosis begins to change, how you treat it should change too. Think beyond relapses and choose a treatment that can help delay disability progression. Find out more at changesinrms.com. My name is Jennifer Powell. I am a columnist with Multiple Sclerosis News Today. Today, I will be reading about how MS patients are at higher risk for bladder cancer, but not breast or colonorectal cancer, according to a study. People with multiple sclerosis are at a higher risk of developing and dying from bladder cancer than people without the neurodegenerative disorder, according to a Canadian-based study. However, no differences were found between MS patients and unaffected individuals in terms of their risk of breast and colonorectal cancers, two of the three cancer types most prevalent in this patient population. This is good news for people with MS because earlier studies have shown a link between MS and breast and colonorectal cancers. Ruth Ann Marie, MD, PhD, the study's first author and the director of University of Manitoba's MS clinic in Winnipeg, Canada said in a press release. While we did not find the link, our study did show that people with MS had a 72% greater risk of developing bladder cancer, Marie said, noting that this may be associated with the fact that MS patients are more likely to have urinary tract infections and use catheters. Despite its strengths, the study was unable to adjust the results for lifestyle factors such as smoking, diet, and physical activity, or the use of MS disease-modifying therapies, all of which may potentially influence cancer development. As such, more research is needed to confirm our findings, said Marie, also a professor of medicine and community health sciences at the university and a member of the Academy of Neurology. The study, Cancer Incidence and Mortality Rates in Multiple Sclerosis, a matched cohort study was published in the journal Neurology. A previous review study published in 2014 had shown that cervical, breast, and digestive cancers had the highest incidence among people with MS. Of note, incidence refers to the proportion of patients developing a disease during a particular period of time. However, many of the evaluated studies were not population-based, and research since then has reported inconsistent findings regarding the relative risk of cancer in this patient population. To clarify this research, Marie and her colleagues at Manitoba and Ontario's Institute and Universities conducted a population-based study comparing the incidence of several cancers and cancer-specific mortality rates between MS patients and unaffected individuals. The team retrospectively analyzed the health records of 53,000 MS patients and 266,000 age, sex, and region-matched people without the disease in two Canadian provinces. 
The records were then linked to cancer registries to estimate incidence and the mortality rate of breast, colonorectal, bladder, and 12 other cancers among the two groups. The results were adjusted for potential influencing factors such as age, sex, education, socioeconomic status, and simultaneous health conditions, otherwise known as comorbidities. Data showed that cancer incidence and mortality rates did not differ between people with and without MS for breast and colonorectal cancer. However, people with multiple sclerosis had a 70% greater risk of developing bladder cancer than those without MS. The 2008-2017 incidence of bladder cancer was 25 new cases per 100,000 person years in the MS group compared with 1.5 new cases in the group without MS. Notably, people with MS also showed higher bladder cancer-associated mortality rates. Moreover, while the incidence of prostate, urine, and central nervous system cancers differed between MS and match study groups, mortality rates did not. As such, previously reported differences in the incidence of some cancers in the MS population may reflect ascertainment differences rather than true differences, the researchers wrote. The team noted, however, that the study supported by the MS Society of Canada had several strengths, including its large sample size, greater statistical power, and the use of high-quality population-based data. Coming up next, perspectives from MS News Today multimedia associate Price Woldridge. You always do what you can to keep your relapsing multiple sclerosis in check. But if your relapsing MS is starting to change, it can affect your mind and body in new and different ways. So it's important to choose a treatment that goes beyond relapses, one that can help you stay ahead of disability progression. Take charge of your relapsing multiple sclerosis. Learn more at changesinrms.com. Hi, I'm Price Woldridge. As a rare neuromuscular disorder patient myself, I enjoy reading the column by Ed Tobias, MS Wire. Getting back to physical therapy for my MS. Are you sitting down? I am, but I've been doing too much of that this year. For the past six months, I haven't been using our community exercise room. I haven't been able to swim. I haven't gone outside that much. I've become a couch potato, and you know why? It's the virus. This is not a good thing. My back has become chronically stiff. Getting out of my car after just a 15-minute drive requires standing next to the car door and stretching before I can take a step, even with my canes. Sitting to write this column is best done with my laptop in my lap and my feet on a stool. My desk and my chair have become enemies. I've needed to do something about this problem, and I have. I've returned to physical therapy. I've occasionally done physical therapy over the years. Being married to a retired physical therapist, you'd think I would have done it a lot, but I haven't. I've worked out with weight machines and ridden a recumbent bike. I've done pool walking and have swum laps. I've tried Pilates. I've done hippotherapy, my favorite exercise. Each of these has helped me physically and mentally, and I've enjoyed them. Physical therapy, on the other hand, can be more work than fun. 
and my ability to schedule it has been limited to the number of sessions my insurance will pay for. But in addition to back stiffness, I've developed what seems to be sciatic nerve pain running down my leg from my left hip. The sciatic nerve originates along the lower section of the spinal column, so I decided that professional help was needed to manipulate the spine where it's pressing on the nerve. And the physical therapy office is at the same street level as my home, so I really couldn't find an excuse to avoid it. Visiting the therapist. The physical therapist starts my weekly sessions by stretching both of my legs upwards, moving them close to a 90 degree angle from the exam table. He also stretches them out to the side, parallel with the floor. For some of our sessions, he presses on specific spots along the spine to help loosen my discs, and he massages the path of the sciatic nerve from my butt down to below my knee. Then I do exercises myself. It helps, but the relief is short-lived. I continue the exercises the therapist assigns me at home. They're probably familiar to anyone with back problems, and they include knee-to-chest stretches and side-to-side -side rocking, with my bent legs moving in one direction and my neck turning the opposite way. They're boring, and I'm not great at doing this homework, nor was I great about doing homework back in high school, but at least I'm doing something. And combined with the weekly sessions with my physical therapist, they seem to help a bit. The information in our flash briefings and podcasts are provided for informational and educational purposes only. Be sure to tune in daily to Multiple Sclerosis News today for the latest news and perspectives regarding the disease. Discover more content that might be of interest to you at www.multiplesclerosisnewstoday.com and be sure to follow us on social media and join our Multiple Sclerosis News Today forums a trusted MS community ready to welcome you anytime.